This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. China is going lockdown crazy trying to fight COVID. Now it's trying to lock down the city of Shanghai, which has 26 million residents. And that's having a big impact on the auto industry. Yesterday, Tesla suspended production at its Shanghai plant for four days. But General Motors figured out a workaround. It's keeping its Shanghai plant up and running by having workers live and sleep at the factory. China asked companies to do this to help fight the virus and keep the economy running. Tesla didn't do it because it reportedly couldn't get enough food and bedding for its workers to stay at the plant, so it had to shut down. The demand for EV batteries is sending the price of raw materials soaring. Sumitomo Metal, which is Japan's largest smelter of nickel, said it expects global demand for nickel used in EV batteries to hit 410,000 metric tons this year, compared to 330,000 tons in 2021. That's a 24% jump in just one year, and the EV revolution is only just getting underway. Even so, Sumitomo expects prices to fall over the long term as automakers use less nickel or even develop batteries that don't use any nickel at all. Automatic Emergency Braking, or AEB, is a terrific safety feature except for one thing. It doesn't work very well at night. So the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety wants to mandate AEB that can detect pedestrians and animals even when it's pitch black outside. More than a third of pedestrian deaths happen at night on unlit roads, and NHTSA is expected to mandate pedestrian AEB by 2024, but the IIHS wants to make sure that it works day and night. And to us, that means companies like FLIR and Atasky, which make thermal or infrared cameras, are going to see their business take off. Mobility is becoming electric connected and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. Ford is offering a new version of the F-150 called the Rattler that is kind of like an entry-level off-roader. It's based off the XL series truck, but features content from the FX4 model, including skid plates, hill descent control, specially tuned shocks, electronic locking rear differential, and all-terrain tires. It also features unique details like Rattler badging on the fender vents, rattlesnake-inspired graphics, and bronze accents in the seats. No word yet on what it's going to cost, but Ford sure does seem to like its off-road trucks. On top of all of its other models, there's the FX4 trim, the Tremor, which is more capable than the FX4, the Raptor, which is its top off-roader, and now the Rattler, which goes on sale this fall. Chinese EV startup NIO has a lot of potential to become one of the top electric vehicle makers in the world, and it just hit another milestone. It delivered the first batch of its new flagship sedan, the ET7, to customers in China. 
Its size is similar to a Tesla Model S, but it is a bit longer. That's likely due to its larger battery, which is up to 150 kilowatt hours and can deliver 1,000 kilometers or over 620 miles of range. However, that's based on the out-of-date NEDC testing cycle, which usually returns figures over 10% more than the EPA test. The ET7 also features automated driving, which is only really given away by the three protrusions on the roof of the car. A subscription service for the AV features is going to start rolling out in the fourth quarter of this year. And as for the interior, it's a simple design with clean lines running lengthwise down the multi-layer dash, which provides the canvas for two large floating display screens, one for driver info and the other for infotainment. IndyCar is moving into the electric era and will require new hybrid power units for the 2024 season. So manufacturer and engine supplier Honda is kicking off tests of its all-new 2.4-liter hybrid engine at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. With the help of six-time champion Scott Dixon, Honda shook down the engine, but not any of the electronic components, on a modified version of the track that IndyCar typically uses. And more tests are scheduled for today as well. And in case you were wondering, Chevrolet is the other engine supplier for the IndyCar Racing Series, and it's developing a hybrid too. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Both new and used cars are selling for sky-high prices. So more and more people are holding on to their cars and trucks and are getting them all fixed up or even upgrading them with accessories. People are getting their cars detailed, putting on new tires, installing new headlamps, buying new floor mats, and even getting the seat covers replaced. The Detroit Free Press quotes one aftermarket shop owner as saying, 90% of his business used to be upfitting new vehicles. Now it's 90% used vehicles that are over five years old. Customers who used to spend $1,500 to $3,000 are now spending anywhere from $5,000 to $10,000 because that's still nearly $20,000 cheaper than the average used car. Business is booming for repair shops, and it could even be going better except for one thing. Just like everything else. Parts and accessories are in short supply. For over 100 years, automakers would start designing cars by laying out all the dimensions and hard points. Then they would design the car around that. Not anymore. Today, the leading-edge automakers start by designing the computer and electronic architecture, then build the car around that. On Autoline After Hours, Danny Shapiro, the vice president at NVIDIA, talked about this new way of doing things. Companies like NEO, um, Xpeng, Liado, these are companies that are doing very well in China. They're not brands that are well known here, but it's it's the, the Chinese Teslas, if you will, right? These are companies that have started from scratch. They're designing the computer first, they're building a car around it, and that's how they get a software-defined car. Shapiro says that in the past, automakers would simply bolt components onto their cars, but those components could never be updated with software. 
Today, automakers are transitioning to software-defined cars that can offer over-the-air updates and collect data that can be monetized. And that's why the design of a new car today starts with the central computer and electronic architecture. And by the way, there's a ton of great information in that show, and you can watch it right now on our website or YouTube channel. But that's a wrap for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.